Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. The man who created the Philadelphia cheesesteak adventure was very particular about scoring and documenting the 1,000 cheesesteaks he ate over the course of four years. And so I did, came up with a five-category, 100-point scoring system. Now he's moving on to his next project, which naturally is March Cheesesteak Madness. That's a 64 cheesesteak bracket-style tournament. We mirror the men's basketball tournament. It's uh, 64 cheesesteaks broken into four regions. This is a podcast about food in and around Philadelphia. That's a quick, delicious, flavorful bite. It was really hard for me to get into it. Stories from behind the kitchen. This is a wood-burning oven from Italy. It is intense. And hear about quirky stuff, too. Eat a pint of ice cream as quickly as you can, and then resume the 5K. This is What's Cooking on KYW. I'm Hadass Kuznets in South Philadelphia at Charlie's Roast Pork with the famous Jim Pappas, who finished his quest to try a thousand cheesesteaks. So how long did that take you? Just under four years. Just under four years, a thousand cheesesteaks. How do you feel after like finishing up the mission? I feel very lost. I've had a lot of donuts and uh, chicken McNuggets and um, yeah, trying to figure out what to do next. But we're actually kind of kidding with that because we are rolling right into March Cheesesteak Madness, a cheesesteak tournament we run every year so i feel it's it's interesting i feel like i i mean i know i haven't cured anything or discovered any lost civilization it's just a, you know cheesesteaks that everybody eats so it's kind of funny it's kind of cool in one hand that i ate a thousand but it's also i understand that it's cheesesteaks tell me about the mission how did it come to be in your mind it came actually like six years ago i knew i wanted to do something different you know growing up you do what your parents tell you and then you you know, then you start your career and you meet someone you like and you get married and have a house and babies. And before you know it, you're 50. And I knew all along I kind of wanted to do something different for the third part of my life. I thought it was the second, but I knew I always, I always had in the back of my head I wanted to do something different later in life after the kids were grown. So when my daughters were getting college age, my wife had been a stay-at-home mom and she wanted to go back to work. And I was like, perfect, let's go do something different. You know, let's do something. She has a writing background. She has a face for uh, TV and pictures. <laughs> So I think this would be perfect. She didn't like that idea. So we split up and I came back to North Wilmington and I was trying to figure out what I was going to do next. I Uber and Lyft drive to make some money. And while I was driving one day, I met my ex-new best friend. And we decided we liked each other, wanted to do stuff together, but we didn't know what to do. What a 55, you know, 50s, 50-year-olds do. So we had a cheesesteak place 
claim on stakes had a special place in each of our hearts for different reasons, so we decided perfect. We'll ask family and friends where their favorite cheesesteak place is, and then we'd find something to do in that area. So that was our plan. That's why it's called The Adventure. What do you mean your ex new best friend? She was my best friend at the time, and now she's my ex best friend. She oh, didn't. Okay. She got tired of the cheesesteak adventure. She couldn't make it to a thousand. But when I started asking my passengers where their favorite cheesesteak place was, you know, the passion for cheesesteaks came out. So I knew this was something more than just something to do with my ex new best friend. And so I did, came up with a five category, 100 point scoring system. I learned how to do Facebook and Instagram and the social media and take video and stuff. And we were off and running. Here we are four years later. So you started to try different cheesesteaks. Right. Started out something to do with my new best friend. Passion of my riders from Uber and Lyft driving made me realize it was something more than just that. And it became a quest. It became my quest to find the ultimate cheesesteak. Then the Instagram page started, right? Oh yeah, Instagram. Right in the beginning, I had been on Facebook for a while. I, I think I have a face for video, so I would be on Facebook taking video of myself and my birthday messages and stuff. It's funny to go back and look at video from 10 years ago, but right, when I realized it was something more than just something to do my new best friend. I learned Twitter, Instagram, how to do a page better, built my website, Philadelphia Cheesesteak Adventure, made a spreadsheet so I could track them all. You know, I did kind of a semi, you know, uh, market research. What's there, what are other people doing as foodies? So then no one really tracked what they did. So I came up with a spreadsheet, 36 columns. And then within that is my uh, scoring system, five categories. So I have notes and pictures and comments for every place, five different categories. What are the categories? Roll, meat, cheese, extras, and overall experience. Overall experience. Well, in the beginning, in the beginning, I always got fried onions, American cheese, lettuce, tomato, and, and so I got a lot of grief for lettuce and tomato. I was just gonna say that's not very cheesesteakish. It's not, but I thought for freshness. I figure, you know, if your roll's not the freshest toasted, you know, if things aren't the freshest, a good grill person can hide that. So I figured last to me, you can't hide that. And it was funny, too, because I would get grief for it all the time. And before the adventure, I was a pepperoni pizza steak guy. So I was just a messy lettuce and tomato, never. Maybe tomato occasionally. But yeah, lettuce and tomato. So I'm, I'm having to defend lettuce and tomato when I'm not really a lettuce tomato eater on cheesesteak. But it was the adventure. I always put the price, prices on my spreadsheet. I got grief for price. Yeah, Why? I don't care about the price. I just want to know where the best cheesesteak is. You know, some of the comments I got. I don't, you know, I just want to know where the best cheesesteak is. Who cares about price? And, and them, I just, I try to avoid Facebook beefs. Sounds like you took the comments pretty personally. Oh, absolutely. Or to heart, yeah. Absolutely. It's hard not to. It's like, uh, you know, five, four years ago, you know, I, was on, I was on Facebook, but I wasn't Instagram, Twitter, and all those other things. And I, it, was, it was a whole new world to me. I remember when I, I bought business cards. You know, I have you know, Cheesesteak Adventure business cards. And, you know, they came in the mail. And I, I remember the excitement of getting cards, but then being like, yeah, what are you doing? You know, you're, what, you're a, oh, you're a cheesesteak blogger now? It's like, come on, be real. Yeah. So I remember the both sides of, of the whole thing. So, yeah, when you see a comment like that, of course you're taking it a little personally and yeah. have to step back from it. But, yeah, price. And what do you want to say to the haters now? Oh, I love you. Keep commenting. <laughs> Get my algorithms up. Hate me more on YouTube. I need better algorithms on YouTube. I don't get many comments on YouTube because I didn't have any friends on Instagram and Twitter. You know, I would, I had my business cards. I had my spreadsheet. I had my scorecard and I'm taking pictures. I take, I have my standard pictures I take of my thing. I take my video. I'm going through all this stuff and I post it on Instagram and I get two likes and no comments. And then Philly Food God takes a picture of a piece of lettuce and he gets... 500 likes and 10 comments and 
oh my god dude you make you find the best lettuce in the world and I'm like it's freaking lettuce so- alright so let's go through a thousand cheesesteaks is a lot of cheesesteaks we're at what you call your favorite place so what are the favorite places for cheesesteaks what makes a cheesesteak amazing the meat it comes down to the meat. It's, you know, a lot of people start talking about the roll. And I think the roll is just in the absence of good meat. If you go around and you're eating the same old Cisco frozen meat, well, you start for look, you need something different. So you start looking for a better roll. One of my more memorable cheesesteaks, the roll was phenomenal. The meat was, the rest of the cheesesteak, the only reason I think in my comments too, I said, the only reason I finished that cheesesteak was because I wanted to finish that roll. <laughs> Yeah, the, the cheesesteak wasn't that good, but the roll was great. So in the absence of good meat, you need a good roll or you need a good something else. But it definitely starts with the meat. You definitely need a good meat. It needs to be prepared correctly. I just a couple months ago, I had a cheesesteak and the meat was really chopped up and really got lost in the cheese. And I just happened to talk to that owner and I told him, like, yeah, I don't like your meat. I said, I can't. I, it's almost like a nuisance. He's like, really? He goes, I, he goes, I purposely buy a good cut of meat. So he actually went in the back and made a, uh, another cheesesteak and didn't chop it as much. And you could really taste the meat. And it was a huge difference. So it definitely starts with the meat. Roll. I never realized, I'm from the suburbs. I never knew what scooping the roll was. You know, if I saw someone scooping my roll and taking my bread out of my roll, I'd get upset, want my bread back. But now I understand scooping because your roll, you know, the roll would have a nice thin crust on it, but thin. You don't have to like chew it. You don't have to like want to rip it. So you want that nice crisp crust, but the bread, you want it to collapse around the meat. You don't want to bite your cheesesteak and have all the, everything fly out the back. And make a huge mess. So the roll's got to hold everything in. And your cheese. You need cheese melted throughout, touching everything. And I know grill people hate it because they have to clean their grill if the cheese hits the grill. But sorry. It's an occupational hazard, I guess. What's a good, what's the best cheesesteak cheese? I mean, everybody loves Cooper Sharp now, from what I understand. Because I'm not a foodie. That's the other thing. Is I'm, I'm an end user. I can bite into a cheesesteak and say if I like it or not. Now I can tell a little bit better what I like and don't like about it. I'm an American guy. I guess New Yorkers are creamier American. I'm American. As long as it touches everything. As long as it's creamy, smooth. It was funny. I learned about provolone through one of my first cheesesteaks back in the beginning of the adventure up at Meatheads. They have the, what they call the dripping steak that has comes with provolone. And it, again, I wasn't a foodie. I knew there was different cheeses. I knew some cheeses smelled worse than other cheeses. I really didn't get it until I had the, the dripping steak from Meatheads and they came with provolone. And I realized, holy mackerel, this is a different cheese. I like this cheese. Provolone became my new recreational cheese. So I like provolone, but I, so it's harder. So I, I like it when it has a sauce or something. So something to loosen it up. So I like my cheese melted into everything. What's the best veggie to have with a cheesesteak? Is it onion? Well, definitely the fried onions. You know, with or without, even though I'm, I think that's overblown. But with, you know, the fried onions definitely add to it. And the mushrooms. I was very happy to hear you ordered mushrooms on your cheesesteak. Because yes. it goes back to, you know, you have these cheesesteak traditionalists. And... When I think, if, I th- if I'm going to be like a cheesesteak traditionalist and it's roll meat and cheese, well, okay, so meat, steak, if I go to a nice steakhouse, I'm going to get a side of onions and sautéed mushrooms. You know, a good mushroom is going to bring out the flavor of good meat. So that's why for the adventure, I always got the mushrooms on there to see what they did to their mushrooms, see if they took that extra step to try and make the mushroom special. So I always get the mushroom on there too, and the mushroom definitely, a good mushroom is going to enhance. Plus it shows you how much effort they make. You know, do they just open canned mushrooms and pour them on top? Well, they're not trying real hard. They do that. Yeah. What have you learned through the process about cheesesteaks and about yourself? Cheesesteaks, I learned they're all different. And 
to people behind them. As great as the cheesesteaks are, in Philadelphia, it's really about the people behind it and the stories behind it. What I've learned is that people are passionate about cheesesteaks because of memories. When I ask someone about their favorite cheesesteak, they tell me about their dad's favorite place, after the big game, where they went out after a night with friends. It's never about the roll meat and cheese. It's about all the other things. So we're passionate about cheesesteaks because of all the great memories imprinted on the cheesesteaks. And what I learned about myself is we live in bubbles. We all live in our bubbles. The best thing about the cheesesteak adventure was it made me, it made me go do stuff. There's so many times where it's like I went, got through my day and just wanted to go home and sit on my couch and watch TV, but it's like, oh, I have to get a cheesesteak. So I would, you know, stop somewhere and then you meet the greatest people and people that cook, you know, do it because they want to please people or they're trying to help or they're, I think they're ridiculous. I think they all need career counseling, but they do it because they care and they, they're passionate about their food. And they want you to enjoy it and they want to talk about it. But definitely, we all live in bubbles. We all know how to communicate. We don't know how to talk. And we need to get out more and have a meal with someone, have a meal at a different place, try someplace new, and just get out of your routine. I love the extra layer to your story because you got all your recommendations from your Uber passengers. Yes, from my passengers. And, that's, and that, that too. And there's another bubble situation. You know, you get into the Uber. I always tell people the best training I had for driving Uber was having two teenage daughters. Because if I'm driving them and their friends and I try and say something, oh my God, I'm embarrassing them to death. And dad, just shut up and drive. So, yeah, there's a perfect example. You, you pick somebody up or you get into an Uber and you know one wants you're not going to talk. It's like, how quickly can I get out of this Uber and hope they don't talk to me? You know, my daughter told me um, that it's, you know, it's creepy when an old man Uber driver tries to talk to her and said, Dad, you'd be the creepiest because you asked too many questions. So I'm like sitting there and if a young woman gets in, and really 70% of my passengers are probably young women, and I'm like trying not to, to talk because I don't want to come off as the creepiest person in the world because my daughter told me I would be. So, yeah, asking about the favorite cheesesteak. Wait, so, so what tips do you have to talking to people in that short time span of an Uber ride? Well, now I have something to ask. Well, plus I have uh, T-shirts. I have a T-shirt on, the, on my passenger side facing right at the rider. But if it's, where's the best cheesesteak in your town or this area, is a good conversational. It's a good icebreaker because either they're going to they're gonna open up and want to talk about it and be, feel comfortable talking about it or they're not. So it's either it's a yes, it's a, there's a conversation or not. How did the cheesesteak adventure improve your social skills? <laughs> well, I, I think I was pretty personable before. I had a 25-year career in sales, so I've always been pretty comfortable talking to people. I've always been chatty. I have always enjoyed, you know, this, this from the sales part, I always enjoyed going to people's houses. I enjoyed going to where they worked. I always enjoyed seeing what other people do. And that's one of the things, too, about being an Uber driver is I meet so many different people doing so many different things. And... Yes, 80% of the time the person's going from A to point A to point B. But there's those 20% of the time where I'm meeting someone that's come, you know, flew into Philly to do, you know, estate jewelry appraisals or car titles or, you know, some interesting people out there doing different things outside their bubbles. All right, can you give us a list here? Best cheesesteak place. A little quick fire here. Charlie's Roast Pork, tradi- best traditional. I do different categories. It's the best traditional Charlie's Roast Pork. Best modern. Best modern cook and shaker up in the Northeast. I think that's the new age of cheesesteaks is people that grew up on cheesesteaks that are now some culinary skills and they're just tweaking them a little bit, making them a little nicer, a little different. Best high-end cheesesteak. Uh, Go Lifties out in Bryn Mawr on Route 30, I guess, Lancaster Avenue, I guess it's on. That's the place I talked about. They make their own house beer cheese and a nicer cut of meat and it's a great power lunch or you know date night worst cheesesteak 
the worst cheesesteak I had was just because, actually, they closed, so I can talk about them now, was because a grilled person was having a bad day. It was just all gristle. You know, the first half, it was a lot of gristle, and I told myself, just forget about it. Second half is going to be better, and the first bite in the second half was, was all gristle. Best overall experience? Other than here, best overall experience was probably, oh, Ugly Oyster, Reading, PA, going back to the bubble. I ended up in Reading, took a rider out to Reading. So I'm like, oh, you're on Reading. I always, I had some recommendations for cheesesteaks in Reading. So I'm like, you're out of here. You're not coming back. So go eat cheesesteaks. Went to a couple different spots and I was ready to go home. It was, it was winter. So it got dark early. And I'm like, no, go have one more. So I went to the Ugly Oyster, really wasn't feeling it. Just wanted to go home. And I went to pay for my parking to put my money in the meter. And I hit the button to start and it said, free parking, courtesy of Reading Parking Authority. I'm like, I'm liking Reading all better. So I went to the Ugly Oyster and it's, it's Reading. So it's, it's Reading. It's an old city. And uh, the Ugly Oyster, they have uh, signs for Guinness draft all over the building. So it's like an Irish oyster in the middle of Reading. Go inside, nautical theme, which I like. So I was like, wow, this is really cool. Nautical theme. Makes no sense in running to me, but what the heck. So I go to the bar, and I was having a tough time deciding on which beer I was going to have. And then I finally chose, picked one, and then I asked the bartender for a menu. And she gave me the menu, and I looked on the menu, and it said, under the cheesesteaks, it said peanuts, 75 cents, as, a, you know, as an extra for the cheesesteak. So I called the bartender, and I said, look, I'm really sorry it took me a long time to pick my beer, but you didn't have to give me a fake menu. I said, if you wanted me to leave, you could have just told me to leave. I would have, I would have left. She started, she said, what are you talking about? I said, peanuts. I said, peanuts on a cheesesteak. And 75 cents. She goes, no, we, we put peanuts on our cheesesteaks. She said, they're amazing. They changed your life. She goes, when I started working here, I would have never gotten them either. She goes, one night I came to work, and it was a, a grilled person with someone I usually didn't work with. So they added the peanuts to my cheesesteak. She said, I get them with peanuts every time now. So I got peanuts on my cheesesteak. And I tell you what, life-changing. And uh, it, they were, yeah, they were life-changing. They were good. That was a great, great night. Sacrilege. That's crazy. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I thought they wanted me to leave, but we're too polite to tell me. Best kept secret? Johnny Pisano's, Springfield. Well, there's two. Out in Delaware County, Johnny Pisano's, probably the best cheesesteak you no one's talking about. It's on Route Baltimore Pike, and it's kind of squished in between a bunch of stores and congested area. He puts, Johnny puts on a great show. Yeah, that's the best one in Delaware County. And then by George in Reading Terminal. Again, talking about getting outside your bubble, Reading Terminal. I mean, I'm, I grew up in Delco. So, we, you know, we, if I came into the city to see my dad at work, we got hot dogs off this cart. Reading Terminal, had heard about it. I think I went there once a long time ago, and I was just overwhelmed by everything, so I left. Reading Terminal, first off, the best-kept secret about it is parking. They have two parking deals, two hours of parking, five bucks. You, you get your ticket, go inside, spend $10, get validated. It's only five hours to park for two hours in the city. And then by George, great cheesesteak, good way to it. And if you have a group of friends... I mean, the Ready Terminal itself. They have the center court, so you can go to uh, Molly Malone's, Malloy's, get adult beverages, and then you can pick and choose food from around the market and meet in center court and have a good meal. Sidebar back to the biggest learning thing for me is how neighborhoody the city is. And the Ready Terminal, 
When By George has their pastrami cheesesteak, they do a special with Herschel's Deli. That's pretty good. That's that's a darn good cheesesteak. And that's another one where you, you know, we get visuals like the peanuts. You get a visual of what you think a peanuts are going to look like on a cheesesteak, and it's not that. And it's the same thing with that pastrami cheesesteak. The balance, the freshness, and, you know, here's two vendors. You know, you're supposed to be, you know, you're supposed to be competing for that one person walking in the market. They all work together. They run out of something. They go next door. Hey, I got it. And it's, it's such a, just a great, the backstory of talking to everybody. I just love that part of it. Honorable mention. Honorable mention. I'll go with Cleaver's. My brunch cheesesteak right on 18th Street. I went to Cleaver's. It was fall or spring on a Sunday morning, and um, I was able to park right on 18th, and uh, I had a good morning driving, so I was done for the day. It was Sunday, and I got a, um, you get a very good cheesesteak. They do a nice job, going back to the mushroom talk, they do a great job with their mushrooms, and uh, boozy milkshakes. I was going to go with the uh, orange sherbet and a vodka, and I'm like, yeah, you know what, let me go with Jack Daniels and chocolate, which I usually, I try not to mix my uh, sweets and my booze, but I'm like, let me go with Jack Daniels and the chocolate milkshake. Loved it. Side outside, sat right on 18th. It was a nice day. I had a nice table outside. My car was right there, so I keep an eye on my car. I'm trying to get a ticket and had a great brunch cheesesteak. Best cheesesteak memory for you? Best experience? Best memory? Coming here was a fun story. First time, you mean? First time I came here with Joe. South Philly. So I, I've been... So I've had a thousand cheesesteaks. I take two-minute videos of every cheesesteak, and I take I take pictures. I take selfies outside. I take pictures of the cheesesteak. So I've been into some different areas and um, places where you think they might not like you taking pictures. But no one ever says anything. Like normally, from from somewhere else, and I start taking pictures and stuff. People start to move away from me, you know, and avoid me. Not South Philly. South Philly. I'm taking a selfie outside. Yo, why are you taking a picture of my trash cans? Yo, why are you taking a picture of that truck? And it's like, well, no, I'm taking a selfie. This is called an iPhone, you know, but only in South Philly do people come up to me and are like, yo, what are you doing? Yo, yo. So the first time I came here, I had a long morning. I just wanted to get my cheesesteak and go home, get back in my bubble. It was a November day. If you were in the sun, it was nice. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get my cheesesteak. I'm going to sit outside, get in the sun so I can, I can be not bothered by anybody. And I got my cheesesteak, and, and I was outside, and I start to take my video, and out of the corner of my eye, I see this little head poke its head outside the door, and I'm like, you gotta be kidding me, South Philly, you know, here we go. Yo, yo, what are you taking pictures of for? Yo, yo, sure enough. Hey, pal. Hey, pal, how you doing? It's like, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, gave the quick, good, leave me alone. Hey, you need anything? Hey, you wanna come inside? You okay? And that was him. That was Joe. Your new best friend. <laughs> my, my new best friend. My, yeah, my still best friend. Cheesesteak friend. Exactly. Sounds like you made a lot of friends from the process, from the experience. Yes. And it's, it's uh, funny how food brings people together. And it was, I got invited, so I started doing Yelp. I never heard of Yelp, never used Yelp. So, you know, four years ago, I, I get on Yelp. And I'm doing my reviews, and a guy starts following me, and he's my age. Get a couple comments, messages, and this is pre-COVID. He invites me to a Fourth of July party. Hey, we have a big party. I'm like, sure. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll go. I like trying new things. I don't worry about anybody trying to hurt me, you know. So I'm like, sure, I'll go. So it was a couple of days before the party, and I was out by his house. So I messaged him. I'm like, yo, I'm like, you're around. I'm in your area. I want to stop by and say hi meet you he's like well i'm around but what do you want to meet me for i'm like i'm like well, what do you i'm like of course i'm thinking to myself i'm like you invited me to a party i have no idea who you are and so 
and apparently it's a big party. So I'm like, I, you know, I'm like, hey, you invite me to your party. I'd like to meet you ahead of time. So I'm not trying to say hi to you in the middle of your party. It's like, all right, yeah, that makes sense. So I go over, meet him. And yeah. What? Did you meet for cheesesteaks? No, never had, oh. a cheese, never had a cheesesteak with him. Met him at his house. His wife was there. He was there getting ready for the party. I'm like, cool. Went to the party. Ended up sitting with her friends from work and had a nice time. And then a week or two later, I was talking to someone I met through the adventure and talking to him. It's like, and that person, I call him J2, was like, yeah, I miss the old days of Yelp when it was a social gathering you met for food. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, he goes Yelp started out as a way for people to meet, to have a meal, and then just go your separate way. I said, funny you say that because, and then I told him my story about being invited to this party. I said, I thought it was interesting, strange, different, weird, whatever you want to call it, that someone's just invited me to a party. But it turns out that that's what Yelp started as. And it was a good idea. What I mean, it, yeah, it's not threatening. Come in your own car, have a meal, go home. So where can people get all your information? You have so much great cheesesteak information, four years worth of info, reviews, pictures, videos. Where can people see it? Philadelphia Cheesesteak Adventure. Website, Facebook page, YouTube channel, Yelp, Instagram and Twitter. It's at Cheesesteak Adventure. All my YouTube videos are Philadelphia Cheesesteak Adventure at so that's an easy way to search. You know, I, just, I have the, spreadsheet, the spreadsheets on my website, philadelphiacheesecadventure.com. So you can open it up, and if you, it's a Google Sheet. So if you know how to work Excel spreadsheets and search and sort and stuff, you can go on there, and you're welcome to play around with that. Or if you just want to like, look for a specific spot, YouTube's probably the easiest because it's all, yeah, Philadelphia Cheesesteak Adventure at name of whatever place. All right, you want to give us a taste of what's next? You said... March Cheesesteak Madness. So what is that? That's a 64 cheesesteak bracket style tournament. We mirror the men's basketball tournament. It's uh, 64 cheesesteaks broken into four regions. The four regions are Philadelphia, Delaware County, New Jersey and Delaware are one region, and then all the counties north and west of the city, Bucks, Berks, Chester, Monka are a region. We have the same 64 cheesesteaks are in, but we have a people's bracket, and then a judge's bracket. So we do one bracket, it's just all online voting. So everybody can go on and go round by round voting for their favorite cheesesteak. And then we also have a judge's bracket where we actually, I take judges around and we go try the cheesesteaks, grade them, use my scoring system, grade them. And then we pick winners through the judge's bracket. And this can be found on your website? It has its own website, but I'm my webmaster, so it gets neglected (laughs) often. But right now there's a Facebook page, March Cheesesteak Madness. And um, I'll make a promise to you that I'll do a better job of updating it since <laughs> since you outed me. All right, so we're looking for the March Cheesesteak Madness. Where? Facebook is where it will be. That, that I will update, and I will do my best to update it on MarchCheesesteakMadness.com. Jim Pampas, thank you so much. My pleasure. It's a pleasure talking with you. As soon as we hit the stop button, we're going to take a bite of a cheesesteak together. Sounds good to me. All right. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. That's it for this episode of What's Cooking on KYW. You can follow the show and get other delicious tidbits on Instagram at foodinthe215. And follow me on Twitter and Facebook for more news and insights at Hadas Kuznets. If you have a food tip or feedback about the show, reach out. And please take a moment to help us by rating and reviewing the show on iTunes. It helps us to keep making the podcast and get it to new listeners. I'm Hadas Kuznets, and that's What's Cooking. 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 